0: Welcome to Shill Kill, where every week you can learn about crypto and experience a riveting true crime case. If you haven't already, pull the trigger and subscribe. Bitcoin is a proof of work, but BTK is a real piece of work. And that's next here on Shillkill, where I pair of crypto and a crime together at the same time. I'm Chip Mahoney, and this is Shillkill, a unique fusion of finance and mystery. And today it might be the ultimate shill Bitcoin versus the ultimate kill BTK. Because let's face it, that guy always gets his time. Whenever there's another mystery out there, another killer looming in the darkness, the news talks to BTK. He can't resist, nor can I resist, including him in the conversation of Bitcoin layer one and utility brought to Bitcoin in the only way we know how to do here at She'll Kill. So thanks for tuning in. This is the audio version, but if you like video, there's Spotify and YouTube. So another reason to subscribe, come back for more, because each week, a new crypto, a new crime. Today, it's Bitcoin and BTK, but I am going to leave you with how to invest in Bitcoin as a first-time person in crypto, because that's what this podcast is about. New people in crypto, crime fans, new crypto each week new crime. But today I'm going to give you that as a value add as a takeaway because traditional finance is now entering the Bitcoin market with the spot ETF. So it's really important to know what they're doing. They're like the lion out there on the African plane where all the animals kill something. The lion comes around to take it, feast on it and leave the carcass when it's done. That's traditional finance. They do that. How do you get yours when they do that stuff? So That's what I got for you at the end, kind of a conservative approach to Bitcoin now that it's around $40,000 a share, something for a takeaway. Thanks for being here, subscribing, sharing with someone else who is a crime fan and wants to learn about crypto without being hammered with all the details and technical jargon, which is my goal here on Shield Kill. If you have heard me before, and it wasn't just a drive-by, as I like to say, you're dropping the clip pulling the crossover SUV back around. Know that I appreciate that. I try to get bigger and better for you each and every week, giving you reason and value for being here. And I promise not to fire back with a lot of technical jargon. I am a certified DeFi expert. However, I know you don't need all the technical stuff. You just need to have an idea about it. The thing with crypto is not to miss out on the opportunity and don't miss out what I have for you next with Bitcoin. at the time of this recording bitcoin is about 42,000 a share according to coin market cap where the total market cap for crypto is 1.6 trillion of which bitcoin has about 51% market dominance so you can see why traditional finance wants a piece of that action it's a major asset class bigger than visa bigger than a lot of companies out there you can trust it i personally think it will go to an all-time high before the end of 2023 surprising people waking them up to the fact that you cannot ignore this And then there's 2024, the spot ETFs has mentioned, then the halving event, which is April 2024. That's where the miners who mine the Bitcoin have their rewards cut in half, driving up demand on an already scarce product, about 21 million Bitcoins, of which 19.5 million or so, give or take, have already been acquired in wallets. Roughly 1.5 million Bitcoin US dollars, that's about 40 billion. Not too hard for major pension funds, big whales to take advantage of. You know, there's people out there who are whales, then those who own the entire ocean. Not too difficult for those types. But those are all good signals nonetheless. We're kind of in this mini bull run and then there's supposed to be a bigger one coming, not to miss out. But what is Bitcoin? Why should you care as a new person in crypto? Well, it is a blockchain. There are plenty of blockchains out there, but this one's the OG and it's rather slow for what it does, how it mines the Bitcoin, running scripts or smart contracts. And then there are others out there working with Bitcoin to bring utility to the layer one that it is. And those would be layer two solutions like Stacks, for instance, STX, another sound investment when Bitcoin goes up. So does Stacks, something to think about. So it's that utility. And then there's this other thing called ordinals on Bitcoin. And if you've ever heard of NFTs before, the digital art, that's where Bitcoin takes advantage of that, put digital art on inscriptions of Satoshis, which are the lowest denominations of a Bitcoin. It's a rather ingenious move. In fact, it brings a lot of utility to Bitcoin. They're doing a ton of transactions, breaking records, But those are the inscriptions in the metadata, if you will, of a Satoshi, which is the smallest, lowest denomination of a Bitcoin. Something to think about bringing utility into Bitcoin, because, again, a slow blockchain. When you compare it to others like Avalanche, for instance, that can run thousands of transactions per second on a proof of stake, not a proof of work, but a proof of stake consensus, then there's no comparison. Very slow, maybe the slowest one out there, but again, the OG and really the standard for a storage of value or storage of wealth and why traditional finance would love it so much along with that scarcity. So as a layer one, uh, running smart contracts, which is how blockchains work, no person or third party to approve a contract. Just as long as the parameters are met, then you can do business, very inclusive. Um, But as a slow one, then you got to have the utility. You got to have something else to bring to the table. A lot of layer twos out there working with Bitcoin. Stacks is probably the biggest one. Um, But again, the ordinals, uh, those digital arts, the NFTs that you're probably familiar with, really ingenious move. The inscriptions inside the metadata of a Satoshi, which is kind of hard to understand, but still it's just a way to take advantage of how it's designed. The lowest denomination of Bitcoin, therefore you can just put tons of that art on there and it's kind of endless in a way. So you can't really see it, but it's there. It's that digital art like the NFTs, as I've said, and something I think you should check out. But when I'm thinking about the true crime and talking about BTK, there was something that he did, BTK himself on a floppy disk that kind of reminds me of an ordinal It's really interesting to me. I hope it's interesting to you as well, but it's a way to transition to that true crime because when BTK was doing his thing, we didn't have blockchain. We didn't have this technology, but he did something kind of reminds me of an ordinal in the same way. It's an idea or a way to think about what an ordinal is as well and why it's interesting because they're doing that with Bitcoins right now and you cannot erase the data. It's there forever. You can't really see it. It's so small. It's amazing how small it is, but it's an NFT. It's like digital art within the inscription and BTK himself tried to do something like that. And I'm going to get to that next here with the kill. Now that you know, Bitcoin runs on a proof of work consensus. Did you also know that BTK tried to show his proof of work to the news and to the cops? This was back in 2004. 30 years after the first murders in Wichita, Kansas, where he took out an entire family, leaving one survivor. 30 years had passed, cold case, frigid as the Wichita winters. No one knew who possibly this could be, but it was still out there, and he sent in his proof of work to the news after they ran a local story. Hey, it's me. I'm still here. This is my proof. They believed him. Soon enough, he was communicating with the cops through the classifieds, And then he asked the question, if I send in a floppy disk, can't be traced back to a computer. The cops were like, no problem, send it in, you're good. What a gift that was, because the data he thought he erased, the metadata, was still there on that floppy. He couldn't see it, but it was still there, there was a copy of it, and it led back to a computer at a local church with the name Dennis attached to it. Dennis Raider, BTK, Bind, Torture, Kill. Cops checked out the website of the church. They also looked at video of a car they thought BTK was driving, and they matched that car in the driveway of Dennis Rader. They swarmed in on him, then interviewed him for hours upon hours, and he reveled in all of that attention. But ultimately, it was the metadata on the floppy disk that he thought was erased, like the ordinals of the Satoshis where you can't see it, it's that metadata, but it's there forever. And it was there forever to link Dennis Rader to BTK. Now there was DNA in this case that they had to get through the daughter through a university, but it was that metadata. Couldn't see it, thought it was erased, but that's what it was. And I think blockchain could be a game changer in true crime going forward in these cases, these cold cases like genetic genealogy has been a game changer. But this was Wichita, Kansas, mid-1970s, when he started. And like I said, small community. He instilled fear into the community. He murdered a family, leaving one survivor, and then he started stalking local citizens before breaking into their homes. Ultimately he killed ten people, ten life sentences for those murders, and maybe he stopped during the nineteen eighties because his daughter was getting older. But that's why it went cold. But he could not resist because he loved the attention. He loved teasing the news. He loved reading about it. He loved teasing the cops and talking about it. But how's it going to be going forward with true crime? A game changer has been genetic genealogy. In this case, you had to have DNA as well. It's kind of the the final nail in the coffin was matching up the DNA through his daughter through university. But that took a lot of time, took a lot of resources to get. And time is money in crime. Time is everything. So maybe in the future, there can be blockchain involved, maybe not Bitcoin because it's not really built for that, but maybe there could be a a layer two solution for it, but possibly avalanche, which has subnets to the blockchain, which are private channels where investigators could share information legal, and so forth. Whether you're tracking statements, tracking evidence, or even DNA, how they collect those records, how it could be shared much easier in the future. So that's something to think about uh, with Bitcoin and blockchain. But I'm going to leave you with, for now, how to invest in Bitcoin if you're doing it for the first time, if you're getting involved and you don't know what to do, how to go about it, I've got a conservative approach for you. And I've got that for you next here on Shieldkill. How do you invest in Bitcoin? If you're a first time person at crypto and you got to go up against those lines in traditional finance, well, that's what I got for you here. As I end this episode, conservative approach, something to consider, not financial advice. However, something I do myself and would recommend to just about anyone, Bitcoin has been around for over 10 years. It's really for other people who invested long ago, held through thick and thin, and also traditional finance because they can take what they want. That's how they operate. But if you're new to crypto, think about it like this. Whatever Bitcoin is trading at for the month, let's say 40000 invest, if you can, 1%, so $400 into BTC the next month if it's 42,000 a share that would be 420 and so on you do that up to 100,000 for one bitcoin before you scale back to half of 1% you could even do that with ethereum which trades at $2,000 right now currently that would be $20 and then the following month whatever it is 1% until that reaches 20,000 to scale back to half of 1% because it's not how much you invest but that you don't miss out on an awesome opportunity. Thanks for being with me on this episode. I'll have more for you next time on Shield Kill, but on this one, I'm out. Goodbye.